Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Listening to Anita Marks. Out of the Bills, Patriots, and Chiefs, we're keeping in the AFC. What would be the most win. statement win? For me, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And here's why. Number one, Super Bowl champs. Number two, we will be four weeks into the season. By the time the Jets get into week four, no excuses now. No excuses. They should be rolling on all cylinders. And barring that Aaron Rodgers is healthy and everybody's healthy and everything's good, to me, beating Kansas City Super Bowl champs, you know, Mahomes, Andy Reid, all of the all of that, all the things, to me it would be Kansas City. That would be the statement win for me. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That music only means one thing. Kicking off hour three with Joe Wiz right here on 98.7 ESPN. Market money. Bet Rivers. BetRivers.com. He's got his own gambling show every Saturday morning here on 98.7 ESPN. And if, I, if I'm correct, right, now on Sundays, now that football season is back, Joe, how can everybody find you? Yeah, thanks for asking. Uh, I've been getting a lot of people asking me. I know they had the recent layoffs at ESPN. and Everyone's like, hey, Wiz, you know, did you get fired by ESPN? I'm like, no, I don't work for ESPN. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to be on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. and Sunday mornings now at 6 a.m. And uh, I've been getting texts for the last half hour and you get people like, I'm going to wait for you to hear what you have to say at Anita's show. Um, there's people down in Florida. I have a client of mine down in Florida, and he's picking your show up down in Florida on one of the uh, apps. Uh, so I'm glad that everyone's tuning in and uh, looking uh, forward to getting some winning picks from me. Fantastic. That's great. Um, all right. So so let's dive into it. Uh, and let's start with some college football because it is week one, front and center. UNC going up against South Carolina. UNC is favored by two and a half. The over under 64 and a half. I'm on the over here. Joe, I think you've got two solid quarterbacks. I love Drake May. Get used to that, folks. I'm going to be talking about Drake May all season long, uh, going up against two average to below average subpar defenses. My plays here is the over. What say you? Yeah, when you look at it here, you got uh, Drake May for North Carolina and you got Spencer Rattler for South Carolina. And, you know, both of these quarterbacks are going to be playing in the NFL any, real soon. And, uh, you know, in the last couple of games last year during the season, Spencer Rattler lit up the uh, lit up the scoreboard. They were scoring over 40 points per game, actually 44 points per game. And uh, North Carolina, I think that May is going to have a field day against South Carolina because their defense is suspect as well. Uh, you know, that's important uh, people have to pay attention to during, you know, the early part of the college football. Who's coming back and what defensive players are coming back and what's not coming back. And I know South Carolina lost a lot of defensive players. Um, uh, Drake May should be, uh, be able to put up quite a few points. The total, as you mentioned, is right around 64. I was able to get it earlier at 62, but it has gone up. I do like the total game over, but I think South Carolina pulls off the mild upset against North Carolina. I took plus three. I'm buying a half point, uh, but I'm expecting a high-scoring affair as well. 
A little bit later on, you got Tulane going up against South Alabama. Tulane is favored by six and a half. The over-under is at 52. What's your play here? Yeah, these are one of these obscure games that I really enjoy talking about because, you know, a lot of people want to talk about the marquee games and Michigans and the Notre Dames, but many people don't follow, you know, a team like South Alabama coming out of the South the Sun Belt Conference here. And the Jaguars come in with a record last year. They were 10-3. and And the first time in school history, Anita, they actually won 10 games. And Tulane, they had a great season last year. Anita, 12-2, and um, they actually beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. It was one of those crazy games that at the end they beat uh, USC last year 46 to 45 you know with that being said i mean tulane lost a couple of their players but uh, south alabama's got the majority of their team back and their quarterback carter bradley last year need a uh, you know pass forward 3300 yards 28 touchdowns um I, i'm taking the seven i bought the half point uh it wouldn't shock me if south alabama beats tulane and uh, i might be asking for a little bit too much on the road but um I, I think that the jaguars with all of their players coming back and with carter bradley getting six and a half. I always buy the half point um, during football, especially um, taking it plus seven for maximum protection. I'm going with the Jaguars plus seven uh, over Tulane in a possible upset. Okay, that sounds good. I'm, I'm going to tee up two for you. Uh, one is USC going against Nevada. I like the over here at 65 and a half. Uh, as we know, USC can score at will. Nevada's defense, nothing to write home about. Uh, gave up 56 points last week. Caleb Williams, uh, as we know, and, and Lincoln Riley, they're just unbelievable. But unfortunately, on the defensive side of the ball, their defense, not great. They gave up 28 points last week. So I like USC, Nevada, over 65 and a half. Any thoughts there? Yeah, I agree. USC looked uh, really good in their first game, and they put a ton of points on the board. I played the. I think you had the over in that game as well, and I had played the over. Uh, and uh, in this game here, if you're going to bet the game, I'm not going to lay the points with USC. So over would be a play here. Uh, hopefully Nevada could put two touchdowns on the board because USC is probably going to put up 35 or 40 points, if not more. And looking ahead to, uh, to tomorrow night's game, LSU going up against FSU. This very well could be the premier game. Uh, this week of week one uh, transfer portal really did FSU some 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 unbelievable got them some unbelievable players uh, also let me Jordan Travis at the quarterback position pass happy offense Wilson and Coleman I think are going to really make a statement so uh, I, I I know how great this LSU defense is but give me FSU in the points I really like FSU this season so I'll, I'll give me FSU plus the two and a half what say you yeah, I wish Brian Kelly didn't come out and say that, uh, you know, they're going to uh, take it to FSU. He actually came out and said that, um, which is very rare that coaches come out and do that, but so it always backfires when they do that. Take into consideration this game's being played in Orlando. It's not being played at uh, in Tallahassee, for FSU's home field. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair here. FSU was putting up a ton of points last year, and um, I think that this ball, the uh, ball is going to go up and down. You know, uh, I'm playing the over. I like the over in between these two match, two teams right now, um, and I, I just, that's my official play in this matchup over uh, between LSU and FSU. I think FSU is going to be able to put points up against uh, LSU, and I'm being on a you know it's going to be home field for uh, FSU, but not as much as you would think, even because it's in Orlando and LSU will have an allotment of tickets. As well again joe is joining us here on 98.7 espn he has his own gambling show on saturday as well as sunday so make sure you tune in let's turn our attention to some major league baseball 
You've got Seattle going up against the Mets. They beat them yesterday. Can they do it yet again? David Peterson pitching for the Mets. Luis Castillo, their ace, pitching for Seattle today. Seattle on the money line, minus 135. The Mets plus 114. What's your play? You know, everyone thinks I play only dogs that eat. I'm laying the wood here, okay? Gambling terminology, slang, people out there listening. Um, and uh, I like Seattle in this matchup here. They lost yesterday 2-1, to one, and uh, I don't think that the Mets uh, are going to be able to get the job done. David Peterson, I can't trust him. He left the 3-7 and seven with a 5.23 ERA. Luis Castillo, 11-7 and seven with a 3.01 ERA. Uh, Seattle, 13-3 in the last 16 games. Lowest uh, ERA in majors in July and August at 3.18 here. I'm looking for the Mariners to win and uh, – uh, you know, I'm expecting to win the West as well. This this West is really wild. Indeed. I know we talked about it last week with Seattle, Houston, and Texas. Uh, all three of those teams lost yesterday. How about a small side three-team parlay? Because I'm expecting all three of those teams to rebound tonight. Seattle, the Astros, and Texas. I, you know I don't like playing big favorites, but whenever uh, you know you can get an ROI at a three-team parlay at uh, maybe three-and-a-half or four-to-one, uh, expect all three of those teams to win. There's a sm- mild, small bet uh, on the so- side bet here. Since I don't play the big favorites on a par, you can do it because uh, you don't have to risk that big juice. I know you also like to dabble in some soccer. Um, you've got Vancouver going up against NYCFC. Uh, what, what's your play in this matchup? Yeah, a lot of people aren't paying attention right now to the MLS, except Harvey, who, um, you know, was Red Bulls uh, last week. We were able to get in on Inter Miami last week at plus two to one. That was a good one there. Uh, but uh, Vancouver Whitecaps are in, and it, this game is going off and sh- shortly goes to 3.30. Um, I like Vancouver this, uh, plus 270. NYC's minus 105. Um, but um, I, I leave a small. I'm looking for some value here. I'm making a small bet on the visiting team, the Whitecaps of Vancouver, at plus 270 to pull off the uh, – mild upset and get get some good ROI okay and last but not least I I just had Cynthia Freeland on not too long ago uh, looking at the week one slate in the NFL of course it kicks off on Thursday night Kansas City going up against the Detroit Lions I like the over here over 54 is my play she likes Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown what's your play in Thursday night's NFL game um, you know, everybody is on who, – who's going to take the Lions in this game here, Anita? I mean, very few people. The Lions at six and a half. Hasn't moved since the opening line here. I'm taking plus seven. I bought the half point here, and um, Lions are going to be one of the surprise teams. I'm actually going to expect them to win that division this year. Um, with uh, You know, I like, I like the Detroit Lions. I'm taking the seven here. I'm going against the world here, and I'm taking Detroit at plus the seven. Woo! Dare you dare dare you say money line? Dare you say Um, money line? I'll do that as a side wager. I don't know about the upset. Calling for an upset against a defending chance is going to be a tough call. But I think the Lions, they played well last year. If you remember the last game of the season, they beat Green Bay, and Green Bay needed that game uh, to get into the playoffs. So they beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And um, Detroit, um, uh, they're one of the uh, you know talked-about teams this year. And uh, I think that uh, they're going to hang with Kansas City, and the line hasn't moved much. I mean, they're over- I talked to one of my bookmaker friends, and everybody's on Kansas City. There aren't many people that are going to take the lines in this game here, yet they haven't moved the line from six and a half. Sometimes you have to read the line to make a decision on your play here. Um, and uh, even with the overwhelming money coming in on KC, it's still at six and a half. 
Uh, you rock, my friend. Always appreciate you joining us each and every Saturday afternoon. Thank you, Joe Wiz. Have a great day. Thanks. You got it. Joe Wiz joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, again, his show on uh, on Saturdays. And now the football season is back bright and early. Sunday mornings, 6 to 7 a.m. And then I follow him with your fantasy forecast from 7 to 8. Then 8 to 11 is New York game day. Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and myself with you until 11 o'clock. And then a lot of Jets coverage heading into your Jets games that you'll be able to listen to right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, we come back. Let's hear from Kimberly Martin. Her thoughts on the Jets and the Giants as we get closer to the season kicking off. We're also going to hear from Heather Dinich. Uh, just pretty much her and I sit down. We talk about an entire picture of all the college football big storylines heading into week one. And then at 3 o'clock, uh, Ty Butler comes your way. So no, no reason to go anywhere else than right here, 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let's get to your calls. Let's go to Mitch. He's been holding on for a hot second. Mitch in East Windsor. Welcome in. Good afternoon. Hi, Anita. How's everything? Happy uh, LA week. Great. Same to you. I love the Pac-12 with the swan song. They have so many good quarterbacks. Can't wait to see uh, DJ Young-Lele and the, uh, the game tomorrow, LSU and Florida State, both good quarterbacks. I know the LSU guy, uh, Jalen Daniels from Arizona State. Uh, they should have kept him. Um, I think they'll all be drafted higher rounds, too. And, of course, it goes without saying, Caleb. And I like Drake, though. I like Drake. He's going to be top three, but... Caleb's on his way to Heisman. I, I think the NFL is going to be so tough. I mean, Jets and Chargers especially are hungry. I mean, there's a chance that you can both be look outside looking in when come the season over. And I like the Lions. I think they're going to make some noise in the MC. What do you think? And thanks for taking my call and listening. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mitch. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I do like the Lions as well. I have them winning the division. Although I, I think it's going to be more competitive than what most people think. I think he, people are sleeping on the Minnesota Vikings. I think their offense is going to be pretty dynamic. Um, I'm not buying too much into their defense. I do believe the Lions win. And I do believe the Chargers do challenge Kansas City for that AFC uh, West division. I do believe that. Let's go to Matthew in New Jersey. Matthew, welcome in. Matthew, you there? We got him? 
Hi. Hello? Matthew, welcome. Hey. Hey, how's hi, it hi, going? Hi. Um, so I'm picking uh, in my fantasy leagues next week. I wanted to pick your uh, fantasy guru brain, see what you thought. Go ahead and shoot. Yeah, so um, I'm picking at 3 and 12. So 3 is usually Jamar Chase or Christian McCaffrey. Um, Eileen Chase, but I don't know if maybe that's the right call. And uh, 12, I'm pretty, maybe because I'm a Jets homer, I'm pretty dead set at Garrett Wilson and maybe A.J. Brown. Didn't know what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, I I like that, Matthew. Um, You know, again, one, two, three, appreciate the phone call. One, two, three, typically it's going... um, um, why am I drawing a blank right now? Justin Jefferson, uh, then Jamar Chase, and then Christian McCaffrey, right? That's your one, two, three. Uh, towards the end, I actually participated in a 10-man draft where I drafted 10th, and I was able to get Stefan Diggs and Garrett Wilson at the turn at 10, and I was quite happy about it. So I, I think that's I think that's extremely extremely realistic. Uh, without further ado, again filled in for Bart and Han this past week had Mike Tannenbaum, Kimberly Martin, Dan Graziano, some of the best in the business here at ESPN who covers the NFL, who joined me uh, playing a clip for you. Kimberly Martin and I talking about the Jets and the Giants. Started off with the Jets and asked her her thoughts on the likeliness or likelihood of them winning the AFC East. Let's listen in. No, you're not wrong at all. Um, and I'm actually very high on the Jets. I, I, months ago when they got Aaron Rodgers, um, I picked them to actually win the division. So I'm high on the Jets this season. However, you cannot be an objective football fan and not look at Dallas, New England, Chiefs, Broncos, Philly, and not think, man, that's, that's, a, tough, that's a tough start. Uh, I think the the early portion of the season will be tougher for the Jets. I think by the end, I think everything will be clicking, and I think they're going to have a, a strong finish, a hot finish to end the season. Um, but here's the here's the great thing, Anita, about these Jets. They walk into Dallas, Foxborough, Arrowhead, um, Maha, like they walk into to the Lynx knowing that they have a quarterback that can compete with all the quarterbacks that they face. Not, And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is better than Patrick Mahomes or anything like that, or even Jalen Hurts. But just the idea, this is a Jets team that now knows they are in every game and can win every game because of who they have a quarterback. And for me, the star of the show is going to be that Aaron Rodgers, uh, Garrett Wilson tandem, but also this defense that I think could is could be top two, if not the best in the NFL the biggest concern for me is the offensive line right and and, and I think that's yeah. a concern for a number of people right and and Makai yeah. Becton has looked good so far during training camp we heard Robert Sala come out post game and say that he won the right tackle position we still have not seen all five starters take a snap together and like real game um, experience and atmosphere, mm-hmm. and yet they have to start the season against the Buffalo Bills front seven, which you can argue is one of the best in the NFL uh, with up there with the likes of, of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, what what are sure. your expect What are your expectations for Game One, Kimberly? Uh, well, I think for me, I think um, I actually think they just clearly have a chance in this game. I think. Honestly, heading into that game, if I'm looking at it, all the pressure's on Buffalo. Because let's be honest, they're the defending AFC East champions. They're the ones that are 
technically right now, this team could beat in the division. Um, and it's prime time. You've got a 39-year-old quarterback, to your point, Anita, there are questions or concerns, depending on who you talk to, about the state of their offensive line. I think there are question marks. I don't know about – I'm not as concerned right now. I think – again, I think this is a Jets team that these are all new pieces. Guys have to play together. They've got to get the chemistry um, and that familiarity playing uh, actual games together in a regular season. I think they will gel as the season goes on. But I think for the offensive line – you just got to hope that they stay healthy, right? And they're going to be working the phones. The Jets are going to be working the phones. If there's any chance that they can make moves to improve this roster, they will do that. Aaron Rodgers wasn't just being generous when he gave back $35 million. Um, they, you know, They understand as long as he's in the building, the, the Super Bowl is the goal. Uh, in, in looking big picture in regards to the, the AFC, of course, much more competitive uh, than the NFC, to say the least. That's an understatement. Um, you know, how, how do you feel? You, you, you already said that you feel that the Jets win the division over the Bills, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel that they compare mm-hmm. and compete against the Ravens, the Bengals, right? Um, you know, the Kansas City yeah, Chiefs, that, possibly yeah. the Chargers. Yeah. Um, so I actually think I'm high on the Ravens. Yeah, I'm very excited. Not People keep pointing to the Odell addition now that that's a good move but for me the key is going to be Zay Flowers uh I actually I was on first take today and we were talking about uh MVP expectations uh would it be Burrow would it be if you had to pick would it be Burrow Lamar I actually think Lamar set up to have another MVP season I actually think the Ravens will win that division now the AFC North I spent a lot of time between the AFC North and the AFC East uh AFC North tough division. I think it's the toughest in the NFL. Um, but I think when you look at Lamar's season and, and, and what he's done as a unanimous MVP in the past, I believe in 2019, I believe, 22, um, his, the wide receiver room, if you just look at the guys he's thrown to, um, uh, night and day to what he has now. And he's got an OC that, that is looking to distribute the ball attack defenses defenses in space, and you've got a quarterback who not only got the bag, has the weapons, and now has more ownership of what the offense will look like. So I'm very high in the Ravens. But how the Jets stack up, it's going to be a work in progress. But I think if you put the Jets against these teams, like, they got a chance. I would still favor the other squads right now. But if the Jets were to face the Ravens in the playoffs or the Bengals, like, they're going to be a hard out because of his defense in particular and because Aaron Rodgers is still very sharp at this age. Kimberly Martin joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's turn our attention to what's going on with the Giants. I think the Giants are going to surprise some folks this season. Love the addition of Darren Waller on offense. Uh, love the, uh, the, the moves that the Giants just made in the last four to five days, bringing in Isaiah Simmons and Boogie Basham to help them with their depth on the defensive side. I think they're going to challenge Dallas to finish second in the NFC East. What say you? I would, I, because I was just at the Jets Giants uh, preseason finale and talking to people uh, in the Giants front office and, and coaches. You know, we talked about how I actually think this Giants team. I'm very high on Brian Dable, like supremely high on him and this coaching staff. The Giants have a phenomenal coaching staff, and I think 
this season, make no mistake, it will be tougher. The schedule is tougher. Um, now the expectation for Daniel Jones increases tremendously. Um, but I, I do feel like this is a Giants team. Like, I covered them a lot last year when they beat the Ravens at home in week six. Uh, when they lost Christmas Eve to the Vikings in Minnesota, they barely lost to the Vikings and then came back, covered them in the playoffs, and they beat the Vikings. Uh, this is a Giants team that, based on the additions, I'm so high on Jalen Hyatt. I'm so excited to see this kid in a game, burn some DBs. Like, I'm just so – I'm really high on the Giants. It will be tougher, though, Anita. But if you were – if someone were to tell me now, oh, yeah, late in the season, the Giants are actually going to be competing for the division, it wouldn't shock me because they're – this is a scrappy team led by a scrappy head coach. Like, he's – like, Brian Dable has these guys ready to play on Sundays. And that, if you're a Giants fan, is what you love about this team. The only question mark to me is, is Daniel Jones ready to ascend the way he needs to after getting the bag? Again, Kimberly Martin doing a great job. Uh, you see her on Get Up and a number of the ESPN shows and platforms, along with Mike Tenbaum and Dan Graziano. Dan Gra- Graziano is going to uh, his game. Week one will be Giants and the Cowboys. Keep that in mind. So all three of them were kind enough to, to join me this week uh, as I was filling in for Barton Hahn, and, and I so appreciate that immensely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go to Jonathan calling in from L.A. Jonathan, welcome in. Good morning, Anita. Here and there I call, but just letting you know I'm a fan. I listen to all Saturdays in the morning. Great show. Oh, thank you so and much. I really do appreciate it, Jonathan. <laughs> no problem. You're giving my guys a hard time with the 80s music. <laughs> it's good, though. It's good, but some of the no, artists... I don't I'm sorry. Harvey Harvey did not... Depeche Mood? Depeche Mood? What did you call them again? <laughs> I call them the Depeche Mood. That's what I call them. <laughs> He deserves a hard time. 
Jonathan. He deserves a hard time. All right. Well, hey, he at least gets a pretty good guess. So here you go. Anita, um, I want you to uh, – I have two questions for you. So mm-hmm. um, I'm a Falcons fan, and I'm actually going to the game next week. Falcons oh, versus Carolina. You. I want to see – I want thank you. I want to see what you uh, what you think about Falcons. Are you think minus three and a half? Do they sound good? Also for a futures bet, what do you think about dropping some coin on Joe Burrow winning the MVP? Once again, thank you so much, Anita. Great show. Thank you. You got it. Appreciate you listening from LA, Jonathan. That's very nice. Um, I, I'm. Mm, I, I'm still. Listen, I, do we really know what we're going to get out of the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers Week One? I don't. Uh, Week and Wager is back in action, by the way. You can tune in every Friday night from uh, from 9 to 11. And I said this last night on the show. You really don't have a good grip of these teams until at least week three, week four of the NFL season. So I'm staying away. Atlanta favored by three and a half. I'm staying away from that. Uh, so with that being said, yeah, love the, the possibility of Joe Burrow winning MVP. Can that calf stay healthy? That's really the big storyline. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at you if you put through through some coin on that. If that caps can can stay healthy, heck yeah, he's going to be in the discussion for for MVP this season, no doubt, no doubt. College football kicked off this week. Uh, Heather Dinich and I had a great discussion talking about some of the big storylines heading into this year's college football season, starting with can the Georgia Bulldogs three peat. No, I don't, because if you ask me Georgia or the field, I'm taking the field because there's a reason nobody's done it since, like, 1936 or whatever it is, and it's because it's really hard. And I think, quite frankly, there are a lot of other teams throughout college football this year that can really make a push for it. And last year we saw two Big Ten teams in Ohio State and Michigan. We could see two Big Ten teams finish again with them. And I think, let me be clear, I think Georgia is a top-four team. I'm just saying I don't think that they're going to win it all this year somebody else is going to knock them off and I think the fact that Georgia Penn State Ohio State Alabama all have new quarterbacks that to me makes a lot of intrigue here in the month of September and while some of these teams are playing unheralded unranked opponents I think it's a great opportunity to start to get a sneak peek at some of those guys but it could wind up being a big factor in the race and it could be a great equalizer Yeah, you talk about Alabama, Bryce Young, of course, now the starting quarterback for uh, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, So what's the latest? Who who, who steps in and fills that void that feels like it's the biggest void out of all the starting quarterbacks that moved on, right? Yeah, that's a great question. And the latest is that Nick Saban, for the first time in 17 years, did not release his depth chart this week. (laughs) So it's going to be a big mystery, right? Um, We'll find out. And you know, it's not just a new quarterback at Alabama. They've got a new offensive coordinator. I hesitate to say new defensive coordinator because Kevin Steele has been there before, but he's back. But he, Saban has done that before. He has won with having to replace both coordinators. He's won with a new quarterback before. But, Anita, he has never had a challenge like this where he's had to do all of those things and reassert Alabama not only as the best team in the SEC West and the SEC, but in the country. Everyone is looking up at Georgia right now, including Nick Saban. And he knows that. And I sat with him in his office this spring, and he conceded Georgia's the king of football right now. But when you talk about longevity, that's a different conversation. 
so interesting, right? Because everybody looks at Nick Saban with this like narcissist, narcissist, egomaniac. Do you, so is he loving not being the hunted this season? Or do you feel that there's a sense of envy there with Georgia? How is he digesting that? I think he's digesting it. And I'll tell you what he told me. He said, we got full metal jackets this offseason. And so I think it's a chip on the shoulder type attitude. It's like, okay, everybody keeps asking about Georgia. I mean, they got so many questions since last season ended about Georgia, about Kirby Smart. And I think they're just sick of it. Quite frankly, I think they're pissed off in Alabama. And, and they're ready to prove. Now, the question is, can they do it? Last year, it wasn't just that they didn't win the SEC West. Anybody who paid attention to Alabama closely through last season, they were not the typical Nick Saban coach team. There were penalties. There were, um, you know, they just didn't get a lot of pressure up front on the offensive line. There was The receivers weren't getting open. It just it wasn't the best team he's had. And, you know, that's okay. But the point is there was a lot of work to do this offseason. Uh, but, you know, it's hard not to pick Alabama as a preseason top four team. I, I have them number four as we head into this thing. Heather Dinich joining us now on 98.7 ESPN, giving us that college football preview. A lot of, a lot of new coaches, right, in around college football, right? Wisconsin, Colorado. Interested to get your thoughts on Deion Sanders. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, a toe. I don't need my toes. Cut off my toe. I've got to be on the sideline for my first game at Colorado unbelievable it's like Ronnie Lott I don't need a thumb I don't need a finger cut it off I need to go out there and play the second half for the 49ers uh Cincinnati uh Auburn Colorado Wisconsin um what else I'm 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 forgetting an, another big school um you know so those are a it, lot it, of big ones they are but let's I mean probably the storyline none bigger than Deion Sanders at Colorado yeah how, how do you think he does this season I think, well, first of all, they won a game last year, so they got to be better. They have to be better. That's what he was hired to do. But at the same time, I don't think you just flip a switch, make the biggest roster turnover in college football history, and put together a Pac-12 contender. I just don't see it. Um, people say, well, Lincoln Riley did it last year with the transfer portal. Why, why is it a different outlook for Deion Sanders? Because Lincoln Riley did it with double-digit transfers from the transfer portal um, at specific positions, I think. Had Caleb Williams. That's a huge deal right there. And Deion Sanders, like, overhauled the entire thing. Like, this is building from scratch. To me, it's just a different, literally unprecedented scenario. So I don't think they beat TCU. Um, but I think they are one of the most fascinating storylines because – Depending on who you talk to, like coaches have told me, oh, they upgraded their roster 100% at Colorado. And other coaches are like, eh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. They, nobody knows what to expect, and people are hesitant to predict what to expect from them. But they'll certainly be better. I just don't know if they'll be bowl better, uh, Pac-12 better, how much better. <laughs> no one knows. It's what behind, what's behind door number three at Colorado. You mentioned Caleb Williams, Heather. Uh, Mel Kuyper has his 2024 draft um, predictions out, his column on ESPN.com. He's got Caleb Williams going number one, Marvin Harrison Jr. going two. Um, is it um, Fashionu? I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. The offensive tackle yep. at three. And then uh, Drake May at four. I love Drake May. 
I think Drake May is going to be the number one pick next year. I think Drake May crushes it. I think he passes for a ridiculous amount of yards. I think I just I I have scouts who saw him throw the ball at UNC and were in mm-hmm. all of him then and felt like he'd be a top five pick last year if he would have come out. So think about another year under his belt. I'm all in on Drake May, but everybody I, and their yeah, grandmother I think thinks Caleb Williams is going to go number one overall. Your your thoughts? Oh, I mean, that's a win-win situation if you ask me. I I think Caleb Williams is going to have the edge only because I'm not sure how North Carolina is going to fare around him yet. And I, I think there's just a lot to be seen with how the offense unfolds there at UNC. Um, I think he's going to have a, I think he's going to have a great season and he's certainly a top five pick. It's just hard to go against what you've seen from Caleb Williams in terms of his ability to run and just wow you with keeping plays alive, you know, and we, we saw that from him last year and there's just like a, a, a magic type factor to it. But man, you mentioned Marvin Harrison jr. And People don't talk about him enough. I had a chance to sit with him at Ohio State, and I can tell you he's one of the most humble kids. <laughs> like, if you sat there and talked to him, you would have no idea that this, that he's going to make a gazillion dollars in the NFL next year. He's just he's just nice nice kid, and um, he is going to make whoever winds up hanging on to that starting job. Ryan Day said Kyle McCord is going to is going to start, but he's going to make life easy for whoever that person is. Last question for you. Big game this week. I think it's Monday night, right? FSU going up against LSU. LSU defense could be one of the best we've seen uh, in college football. FSU, many people feel that they could win the ACC. Uh, What what do you like in this matchup? Who do you think wins this one? Uh, You know, Florida State won this game by one point last year. It's such a coin toss, but I like Florida State this year. I like Jordan Travis. I mean, he's rushed for over 1,700 yards in his career there, which is the most of any Florida State quarterback. Their defense is good. Mike Norvell has them going in the right direction. And Brian Kelly at LSU exceeded expectations last year, but he'll be the first to tell you that they're not – he still doesn't have that roster where he wants it to be at um, – I just think Florida State and Mike Norvell are just a little bit ahead of where they where they want to be in terms of the recruiting and everything that they've put together there. Now, that being said, I don't think Florida State is going to win at Clemson in September, but I think Florida State will get Clemson again in the ACC championship game, and the Seminoles will win that one. Heather, you rock. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Really excited about the college football uh, starting. And, uh, and of course, you're going to be all over it. And you do such a phenomenal job for ESPN. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, my friend. Take care. Enjoy the games. Heather Dinich, uh, she's just absolutely tremendous. I, I, Heather and I go way back uh, to uh, our days where we both lived in Miami, Florida. And she was covering uh, the Canes, University of Miami. And now uh, she's just uh, seriously just just so talented and so professional and uh, has just crushed it. And so, so proud of Heather Dinich and great to have her on the program with us. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let's go to Rich. Rich, welcome in. Yeah, hi, Anita. Uh, I've spoken to you before about this, but uh, uh, people uh, ignore how good Buffalo was last year. Even when when Vaughn Miller got hurt, you know, they didn't lose, lose another game that season. And uh, except a playoff game, of course, which is what counts, but... Listen, they're deep on the defensive line. And people forget they picked up Floyd from the Rams. Guy had like eight or nine sacks last year. He's a good player. And um, I I just don't see it. I mean, the Jets are better than they were last year. Just the fact that Rodgers has this smarts. But his, um, I mean, really, you know, Dalvin Cook's a good player, but he's coming off an injury, you know. And and to me, the guy to watch Monday night is James Cook, uh, the Bills running back. That guy can fly, and he's a number one back. And, um I'm sorry, Jet fans. I don't think that game is yours, <laughs> even though they think it is. But uh, we'll see. And and Josh is, is just, you know, he's great. He's a top three quarterback in the NFL. Listen, uh, Rich, it's it's going to be a good one. That's for sure. Appreciate the, the phone call. Uh, by the way, I do like James Cook a lot for folks out there getting ready for their fantasy drafts. And, uh, and you could get him uh, in the later rounds. So, um, you know, one, one of the most explosive runners and um and and i think is going to be able to do some damage in the backfield uh this season for the buffalo bills hey i want to thank everybody for tuning in today i really do appreciate it i know this is a holiday weekend so all of us here at 98.7 espn we appreciate uh when you do spend some time with us i want to thank kimberly martin as well as mike tannenbaum we heard from them earlier cynthia freeland joe Wiz, heather dinich and of course, everybody who called into the program really do appreciate it. Enjoy college football week one. Hopefully, me and Joe Wiz gave you some winners. And uh, have a fantastic Labor Day weekend. I'm not in tomorrow, but we'll be back next Friday for Weekend Wager. And of course, Saturday and Sunday, we kick off New York Game Day. Um, Harvey and Joe, thank you. Appreciate you guys a lot. And stay tuned. Ty Butler coming your way next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Harvey! You just lost so much street cred.